This is the Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones of MrsChristyJones.com, episode number 100. In today's episode, I'm talking about the power of authenticity. Why? Because the Wife Wisdom Podcast is all about being real and showing up real. To be authentic, we must cultivate the courage to be imperfect and vulnerable. So learn how you too can show up authentic and real in every aspect of your life on this 100th episode of the Wife Wisdom Podcast. Welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Little-Jones. I'm a relationship coach, a marriage and family champion, and the chief cheerleader for women all over the world. The Wife Wisdom Podcast is a real conversation designed to help you cultivate the heart of a wife. If you are single and desire to be married, if you are newly married and want to thrive as a wife, or if you are a seasoned wife and just need a little encouragement staying a wife, you are in the right place. If you are new to our podcast, woohoo! Welcome to the family. I am thrilled that you are here. And if you are already a part of my tribe and you don't already know, I love and appreciate you. Woohoo! Today is the 100th episode of the Wife Wisdom Podcast, guys. I am so excited. We have shown up every single week for a hundred weeks in a row. And I can't begin to tell you how excited I am and so grateful for each and every one of you who continue to listen to this podcast and share it with your friends and share with me how this has totally changed you and encouraged you and changed your marriage and your husband and encouraged him as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so, so grateful for each and every one of you. So today we are talking about the power of authenticity because the Wife Wisdom Podcast is all about being real and showing up real in every aspect of your life, especially your marriage. And so um, let me go ahead and get started because I wanted to really talk about, I want to start with a quote and I wanna start with this. To be authentic, we must cultivate the courage to be imperfect and vulnerable. We have to believe that we are fundamentally worthy of love and acceptance just as we are. I've learned that there is no better way to invite more grace, more gratitude and more joy into our lives than by mindfully practicing authenticity by Brene Brown. So, so good. Now, authenticity is about presence. It's about living in the moment, being present, with conviction and confidence, staying true to yourself. Now we live in a society where we are, some of us are are numb, right? We are just on autopilot. Have you ever just driven somewhere out of habit and not really focus or not really even be present when you're driving? It's a little scary, huh? Because sometimes we, you know, out of habit, we'll take a certain route to go somewhere. And we think that we're going there because we're not present. We're, you know, daydreaming or thinking about what's on our to do list or rationally rational 
lizing <laughs> certain things in our mind and we're driving somewhere and we're like, oh no, I wasn't supposed to turn that way. We, there's so many people in this society that are so, we're so distracted by the notifications on our phone, by the calls or the texts or, you know, the, the numerous things that we are all consumed by. And so living authentically is about being present. It is a practice to be present. And so staying true to yourself means that you're not on autopilot. It means that you're not just going through the motions. It means that you are intentional, you are clear, you are fully present in engaging with life and with how you are wanting to show up in life. You know, one of the things that I hear so much about not only people that I coach, but people who meet me for the first time, they always say that I put them at ease, that I make them feel comfortable. So I do know that that is one of the gifts that I have is that I make people feel safe. I make them feel comfortable. And, um, and it's, and I really believe that that is a characteristic of authentic people. Authentic people put people, put other people at ease. And they are comforting, I think, because they embrace vulnerability. They are transparent with how they feel and, you know, their thoughts and opinions and ideas. And they're not necessarily looking for you to validate them because they're strong and confident in understanding their identity and who they are. But because they are, for some reason, it translates or it just resonates and it exudes a certain energy with the people that they interact with. So there's when there is an authentic person that you are communicating with, you really, you connect with them and you don't question their integrity. You don't question their authenticity because you really feel it at the core of who they are. And so let's talk a little bit about what do, what is the definition of authentic? So authentic is not false or copied. It's genuine, real. It represents one true nature or beliefs true to oneself or to the person identified. That is what authentic is. It's about your true nature. It's not false. It's not copied. And so what do most people look for in relationships? They're looking for authentic people. They want people who are honest, who are genuine, who are trustworthy and reliable. They want people who are vulnerable and transparent, even though people don't like to be vulnerable, right? So people are uncomfortable. I shouldn't say all people, many people are uncomfortable being authentic, being vulnerable and transparent because it exposes people, their hearts, their feelings, their emotions. They feel unprotected. Many of them don't feel safe because if they are vulnerable and share something with you and then you judge them or you criticize or you, you know, you offend, it's like, immediately they go back into the shell. So why be vulnerable in the first place? You know, then I don't have to even go through that whole process. And so I know I've talked to numerous people who don't like vulnerability. They don't like transparency unless they feel safe. And we as women really have the ability to create a safe place. And I really believe that it is a skill that we as women who desire to be married or who are already married, it's an important skill to learn because when you create a safe place out of authenticity with your spouse or your children, guess what? They 
are they literally are drawn into this space. And what happens as a result is they are able to connect with you emotionally, which not further deepens the relationship. It's a beautiful process. It's a beautiful cycle. But you first have to learn how to create that safe place of vulnerability and transparency. And unfortunately, the only way you can do that is by being transparent and vulnerable yourself. So it's a little, it could be a hyperventilating experience for some. I know I remember when my husband, um, we were married about four years and we were going through a moment where, you know, he'd been hurt before and he was like, I'll never give a hundred percent of my heart to anyone ever again. And we had come to a moment in our, in our marriage where he had to choose if, and it wasn't out of a, um, you know, ultimatum. It was, I can't remember what the conversation was about, but he made the decision to give me his whole heart, even though he was scared to death and he had been hurt before by another woman. And, you know, it was all of these different, the past experiences in his mind that was, that were, they were preventing him from wanting to be vulnerable and transparent with me and give me and go all in. Right. Because that's kind of what a lot of a lot of people correlate transparency and vulnerability with is going all in. Because when you go all in, you're vulnerable because what happens if that person that you're going all in with doesn't meet you there. Right. Or they they you go all in and you're transparent. And then have you ever been in a relationship where you go all in and you share and you just give 100 percent of your heart to someone? And they're like, oh, thank you, right? And they don't reciprocate. Very uncomfortable. It's a very lopsided relationship. So being authentic is a really key characteristic to developing strong, deep, solid relationships. It's got to be a mutual vulnerability, a mutual intimacy where you are sharing kind of personal, deep, stuff with each other, not just one sided, because it doesn't create that solid relationship, because a person who is, is vulnerable and transparent, now they feel exposed, because they've shared and they've gone really kind of deep into the relationship where they've even gone all in, but that not being reciprocated, they don't feel safe anymore sometimes. So it's, you know, we, I believe that in our relationships, we want to grow, we want to learn from other people and their values and experiences and morals. And, and it's, there's a lot of ways to do that. But a really great way to do that is by opening up first, being the first to be vulnerable and transparent. And we look for people who are honest and transparent, trustworthy, open and, and comfortable, you know, not uptight. Right. And we don't like phony phoniness. People don't like phoniness. They do not like fake people. They want to know what they're dealing with. Where are you coming from? What type of person are you? And that's an easy way of kind of expressing who that is, is by being real and authentic. I remember for years I was a people pleaser And I, when I turned about 30, I kind of got exhausted with it. And I just, it was kind of one, nothing really triggered it outside of my age. And okay, this is 30. And you know, when you hit 30, you're like, oh, I'm a new woman. And I want to reinvent myself kind of like the top of every decade. Right. And so 
I was kind of through this process and I remember because I people pleased for so long when I decided not to do it anymore, it made other people around me very angry. They were not, they were mad that I wasn't jumping through hoops and doing jigs for them because I was looking for approval or validation from them. And when I stopped just doing that, it was the best decision that I could have made because it was the journey, the beginning of the journey of me truly understanding Christy. And so with that being said, number one, power of authenticity is being true to yourself. But you can't be true to yourself if you don't know yourself, right? You cannot be true to yourself if you do not know yourself. To all my people pleasers out there, we, we question what we do if we don't get the response that from others that we're looking for. We beat ourselves up way, way, way too long way too long. And we're looking for validation or affirmation or assurance from other people, other emotional people, when we really need to dive deep into understanding who created us, what, who, who, who created us, why he created us, what in literally, who does he say we are? So our creator, so God created you and he gave you a purpose. But if you don't know what that purpose is, you're going to be wandering around throughout life, throughout relationships, confused, hesitant, shrinking back from truly who you are and the power, the power within you. And so being true to yourself is key. And so one of, another one of my favorite quotes is by Oscar Wilde. He says, be, you be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. Be yourself because everybody else is already taken. How awesome is that? Especially, you know, I think being a people pleaser, I also was, you know, did a lot of comparison. And growing up comparing myself to so many women, and mostly women, it was, it's such an, it's such a disservice to my heart. It is really you know, when we compare ourselves to other people, it's, it's really, I don't know, I can't think of a better word that other than mean, right? It's, it's, it's kind of mean to ourselves. So if I'm comparing myself, so many of you guys heard my story where, you know, I grew up in Santa Barbara, California, where there were, aren't a whole bunch of people that look like me. And so if I'm comparing myself to someone who doesn't look like me, how is that helping me to build confidence? It's not because I will never be blonde. I will never have blue eyes. I will never be 92 pounds. Like my best friends were double zeros when I was growing up. And so that I, I'm comparing myself to something that I can never be. How defeating is that? How, what kind of environment am I creating for myself when I compare myself to something that I will never be? It's mean. And I, it took years, decades for me to come to that realization that I was created to be like me for a reason, for a purpose. And there are many examples of God revealing that, whether it was, you know, my husband, you know, loving every aspect of me because God created me for him, whether it was, you know, me having a conversation and someone can only could have only received it from me and they may not have been able to see it, receive it from someone else who didn't look like me. So there's purpose in every single aspect of your life for coming when you, you come back to being authentic, there is purpose in why 
you need to be authentic. If you are not being authentically you showing up real and really understanding what that's supposed to look like, then you're not fully walking in your calling, your assignment, your purpose, your best life because you are off track, so to speak. So we need to get you back on track to being true to yourself because being true to yourself is fundamentally, like it's really fundamental to living a life of integrity. And so integrity is such a core value of mine, probably number one. Number one core value is integrity. When people uh, really aren't people of their word, that you already know, and think about the relationships when people don't keep their word. Do you want to be around them? Nope. Do you trust them? Nope. Do you give important things and information and, you know, a time with them? No, you don't because they're not reliable. You know, they make all all these excuses. No, thank you. I don't want to be around you. So being true to yourself is fundamental to living a life of integrity. And so when you are true to yourself and you are walking in integrity, which is staying committed to your word. And the word meaning this is how I show up, right? So when you have an opinion about something, and let's just say there's a lot of conversation or conflict around something that you said, and if you don't like conflict, you're going to shrink back from that, right? That's just kind of like a natural human response for a lot of people. But when you show up, with integrity, like this is how I feel, regardless of if people are going to criticize it, or there's going to be comfort confrontation, or any of that. This is what who I am. This is what I stand for. The best example that I can think of is my daughter. And she is a very strong, confident 17 year old. And I remember um, when she first, you know, went to school, she was very confident in who she was. I am a Christian. I do not do that. I do not curse and I do not do this. And so she had easily eight, nine, 10 people who were her friends, who joked, who teased, who, you know, said, oh, this is our Christian friend. Oh, Sky, she's, that's the Christian one. Like literally. And she's like, yep. Hi, that's me. You talk about confidence. I wish I had that much confidence at 17 years old to be, to be surrounded by you new friends and experience and really be under some peer pressure to do whatever. But the fact that she was able to stand firm in her identity and in her integrity, this is who I am. This is what I represent. Sorry, if you don't like it, that's okay too. But this is who I am. I'm not changing because you don't like it or it makes you uncomfortable. What? At 17 years old? Wow totally impressed. And so literally the things that we say, the things that we do become our character. It becomes our character and authentic people are high character people. They talk the talk and they walk the walk. So be true to yourself and do what you said you're going to do. Show up how you say you're going to show up. Don't shrink back from that because you happen to not like confrontation and someone makes you uncomfortable. Don't shrink back from that. And so number two, be self-aware. Self-awareness is paramount, huge. Have you ever been with people who are not self-aware? They're, it's really irritating, right, to be around them because you're just like, 
Yo, they are clueless. And, you know, you're trying to say, even if, you know, in marriage where I, I'll give you guys an example. You guys know that I'm tone sensitive and my husband, it took 10 years, maybe more for him to really even be aware that his tone is offensive. Now it's not because I haven't, I didn't tell him from year one. I've told him from year one, it wasn't until year 10, maybe later that we've been married 18 years this year, year 10, did he even start becoming aware that his tone was offensive? How annoying is that for me to have to tell, have to tell you all the time, please don't talk to me like that. I don't know who you're talking to. Please watch your tone. I'm not your child. Like, and then there'd be, there's no self-awareness at all. Really? Like, and it wasn't until one of his best friends was like, man, that was mean. That he was like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? That he was like kind of self-aware. So to that point, you may not necessarily like, especially with spouses, sometimes your spouse can't hear it from you or receive it from you, but you can hear it or receive it from someone else. Like your girlfriend, like, wow, that was really disrespectful. The way you talk to your husband It's going to be very different coming from her than your husband saying, wow, I feel really disrespected. Oh, you're just being a baby. Oh, you're just like, you dismiss it differently, right? So um, being self-aware is huge because being authentic, you add so much value to other people's lives. And so being self-aware, it really enhances that ability to do that. And so be mindful of your what your thoughts, your actions, your words, your behavior, be mindful because your actions influence other people. And though, and so while you act with, a, you, your heart is in the right place, your motives are in the right place, you know, you're going to be looked at as this really real, genuine, authentic person. And so be, be mindful of how that, the consistency of that and how that shows up. The other thing is be kind. We live in a society where people are just, kindness is lacking, in my opinion. Kindness is waning. You know, so when you meet a kind person and you're talking to them and you're like, oh my gosh, and you exchange this amazing energy of kindness, it's like you want to keep talking because they're far and few between. Kind of like gentlemen. I feel like, hmm. Okay, we as parents, moms and dads, we need to do a better job with raising gentlemen because the some of the adult men that I run into they almost run me over trying to get into the door first. Or, you know, if you two come into an intersection, they're trying to rush you before you can even, like what happened to the days where the gentleman would say, sure, go ahead. Sure, now don't, don't get me wrong. There are far and few between, but the ones that I do see usually are older. They are usually over 50. And so we need some of our young people to to grasp that concept of being a gentleman, being kind and not necessarily being so self-centered and self-absorbed. Like, let me in first. Let me do it first. That, as you can see, that is um, one of my pet peeves. So I'm gonna get off my soapbox and get back to the episode. So being kind, um, being kind when you, are kind to others, it really boosts your own mood. 
when you help others, it just even, it just fills you up. It's just like when you have an exchange with a stranger and you both were kind to one another, it's just like, wow, it's encouraging and inspiring and like hopeful because we're, you know, yeah, there's still good people in the world. It's really, it's really great. So be kind, be kind. And again, uh, one of my favorite quotes, three things in human life are important. The first is to be kind. The second is to be kind. And the third is to be kind. Henry James. So it's, it's really, um, the power of authenticity is, powerful, right? For lack of a better word. And so living in the moment is, is key. And there's nothing more real and authentic than a person who lives in the moment. When they live in the moment without worry or concern for things that don't matter. It's, it's really a practice that I feel like we are all being forced to learn right now. We're in this pandemic things have been locked down, we're experiencing disappointment and grief and loss and, and distance and, and just change, despair even for some. And so when you are living in the moment versus complaining about the past, complaining about the present, wherever it is, complaining about the future and not being able to do X, Y, and Z, you miss the lesson of the present. You miss the the joy and the comfort and the love and the growth of this present moment. And so living in the moment means that you you're concentrating on what is happening right now in the present time. And again, it's a discipline. It's a practice that I know I need to get much better at because this pandemic thing has been a lot for me. And I have dealt with I feel like a lot, a lot of disappointment and it's been tough to pull the plane up at times because I've been stuck in the past. I have not really been present. I've been stuck on what I've been stuck either in the past or the future, but not focused so much on the present. And so I'm practicing each and every day, each and every moment to do more of that. Because what when we focus on what's happening right now in this moment, it demands that we remove the clutter, we remove the distractions and the noise and the baggage from our lives so that we can live in our best moment right this second, right now. So every second, every moment, every five minutes, every hour, we are choosing to live in the moment. And so the presence the present time is right right now. What? Can, how can we focus on right now? Not tomorrow, not yesterday, but right now. By and what distractions do we need to eliminate so that we can do that more fully, more often, and really make till it becomes a habit of doing that. And so, not only living in the moment, but also listening to your own voice or your heart, following your heart, your intuition, really God gave it to you for a reason. And so how often do we do what our heart is telling us? Well, if we're people pleasers, maybe not so much, not so frequently, but we're, I want to encourage you that you can get beyond that. You can get beyond the people pleasing. Yes, I still have triggers that come up that make me want to people please, but there's a level of self-awareness around that, that makes me say, "Mm, nope, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to stand in in integrity and this is what I believe. This is how I feel. And I'm going to move forward with that and be okay with it and not apologize for it. So listen to your heart and what it's telling you. Stop waiting for people to validate what your heart 
is telling you. You are the only one who knows your heart and and what that looks like and feels like. And so for if for somebody to tell you what your heart feels like, that's not walking in authenticity. And we have to be open minded to really create trust and faith and acceptance in our God's purpose and plan for our lives. Because there's a call on our life, on your life. There's a call, there's a calling, there's a purpose, there is a a privilege even. There's a position to your life and we've got to be open to it so that we don't miss it. If you're not open, you may miss the call. You may miss the assignment because it doesn't look like the way you thought it would look or it shows up in a different package. And it's really important to keep your eyes open. So stay open, be open-minded so that really God can introduce things to your life that's going to help you to step into your authenticity with boldness and purpose and and presence, right? So continue to be open. And it allows, being open allows you to entertain new ideas and new thoughts and welcome people, different people into your life. And I just love how being authentic really positions you to be non-judgmental because when you are authentic and you, especially if it's been a journey, if it's been a journey to get to a place of authenticity, like it has been for me, then you operate less judgmentally because you know what it took to get there. And you're really focused on you. You're not focused on what other people are doing or what they're not doing because you are so excited about being in this new place of truth, of authenticity and realness for you. And then you can literally now live authentically and influence other people by being authentic and positive and healthy and bold and and walking truly in your identity. So be mindful of your thoughts and, and how they translate. Be sure, be committed, be clear, be confident about your words, actions, behavior, and thoughts, ideas, all of it, right? Your integrity, aligning, be, be just confident, walk in your confidence. And that's really what confidence is, is when you know who you are, you know your identity, you don't apologize for it, you stand boldly in it. And it's such a powerful, powerful place to be. And I wish I could summarize 50 years of life really quickly, um, because I was on both ends of the spectrum, where I was very, very, very insecure. And total people pleaser, and then very confident and very secure and very clear about my purpose and the call on my life and don't apologize for it and everything in between that's helped me to get there. And so um, I was sharing with a bunch of really awesome women um, earlier how I, I really didn't like the way I was growing up because 
people used to, I used to feel so judged by it, whether it was my color or my size or, you know, the fact that I'm a very animated person or, you know, I'm a crier and I cry at the drop of the hat. Like I was always teased or judged is a better word. And so I just didn't like who God created me to be. I didn't know how he, what he created me to be, but I was trying to be something. I was trying to be something else that I, that I, that I, I was trying to be something else that I wasn't. He created me to be animated. He created me to be passionate. He created me to be, ah! he created me to be that way. He created me to be very, very empathetic. And so, yep, if you, I, don't, I could be, talk to a stranger in the parking lot and they share something with me and they're crying, I'm crying with them. And I used to be so embarrassed by it, but I'm not anymore because it's just who I am. It's a part of my identity. And you know what? That's okay. And so the people who are close to me know, just give her the tissues. Let her go be by herself, do what she does, but let her, that's just who she is. And I do have a huge heart for people. And I've been, I really believe God's protected my heart um, against those who wanted to, judge or hurt or criticize and not really understand the the true genuine authenticity of who I was as a person. So I just want to encourage you today to continue to be authentic, to continue to be real and show up real and keep practicing showing up real. And be excited about it because when you show up real in whatever aspect of your life, it's going, you are going to feel so much more powerful when you share your opinion or you share your voice or you give power to your voice. Like you, maybe you've never done before. You are going to feel so powerful and the character of who you are, the authentic truth of the integrity that's on the inside of you is going to show up in that power, in that truth, in your voice, in being yourself, in, in just not shrinking anymore. So I am so, so thankful again. Thank you for, for helping me to really even share and walk in my purpose powerfully and boldly to be able to do 100 episodes of the Wife Wisdom Podcast. It would not be possible without you listening each and every week. It would not be possible if you didn't share this with your family and your friends. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I appreciate you. And thank you for celebrating with me 100 episodes. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I really, really appreciate it. If you are not following us on Instagram at Wife Wisdom, I invite you to join our tribe over on social media on Instagram. If you have not rated our podcast on iTunes, please do so to rate and review us. That would be awesome in helping other women find our podcast. But most importantly, I just thank you so much for continuing to be consistent and listening to our podcast each and every week, sharing this with your sister circle and continuing to just share and, and send me love and encouragement and support that this is blessing you, that it's encouraging you, that you truly are benefiting and 
feel like you're being served through this podcast. So thank you so much for being here. I love you so much with all my heart. And I look forward to connecting with you next week. Bye bye. The Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones was created to help you cultivate the heart of a wife by giving you practical tools, tips, and techniques to live happily ever after. Well, at least most of the time. (laughs) So until next week, keep learning, keep listening, and keep love first. Bye-bye.